Thank you for checking out Coffee Pods, a Coffee Break length look into the Christian healing ministry. Through honest discussion, Season 6 has us talking about when our own healing journey has been challenged. So, whether you're a cappuccino, a latte, or an Americano, there's something here for you. So pick up your coffee mug, plug in your earbuds, and let's talk. It's great to be with you again for another episode of Coffee Pod Conversations. My name is Lisa and I'm here with Wes. Hi, Wes. Hi, morning. And today we've got a big question that we realise is also reality for many of you who are listening. And the question is, have we ever seen progressive degenerative illnesses healed? So there's probably a quick answer. Um, but Wes, what actually are we talking about here? Um, yeah, there is a quick answer, which we'll come to. But uh, to start with, this is a very challenging experience to go through for both the individuals concerned, but also the family and the loved ones who journey with them. Um, and and as the church, and certainly as Acon, uh, we need to be a place of grace and support in that process, uh, whatever the process is. Um, because at least that's also part of the healing ministry. Yeah. It's not just the praying moment, but it's actually the fact that you journey with people. And yes, you know, we, we've journeyed with people at the funeral, you know, yeah. and, 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 so, and so we recognize that that's all part of the, um, the ministry. Um, degenerative illnesses are caused apparently by a continual process of degenerative cell changes, which can affect body tissue or organs, which deteriorate over over time. Um, main ones are in, in sort of three groups. You get cardiovascular diseases. So things like hypertension, coronary disease, strokes. Um, you get what is called neoplastic diseases, which are things like uh, benign tumors or cancers. And then you get degenerative diseases of the nervous system um, where cells stop working or just die off um, via what is actually called neurodegeneration, apparently. And it includes things like Alzheimer's and Parkinson's and also uh, things like muscular um, uh, motor neurone disease, uh, rather. Um, some can be related to aging, normal bodily wear and tear or life choices. Uh, some can be um, genetic or hereditary, things like Huntington's. Um, they can be caused by viral issues, poisons, chemicals, things like that. Some are unknown. Um, some degenerative uh, illnesses can be cured, but not always, though it can still be possible to sort of alleviate um, people's symptoms. So it's quite a big issue and it and covers quite a lot of stuff, but yeah, that's sort of mm. the, the boundaries of it. Yeah, and we actually, I think we recently had a prayer request here at Acorn where somebody, it was, it was good news because there was something that could treat this um, degenerative illness, but it couldn't, it couldn't actually cure it, but the symptoms were treated, which I think is still, you know, it's still amazing that that can happen. <laughs> Well, yeah, it is, especially if you're the person involved, you Absolutely. know, and, and you think, hey, listen, I'll take any. Absolutely. Um, and, and I think, you know, we've touched on it before, but things like um, psychosomatic illnesses, if as a result of prayer, the symptoms that have been troubling you cease, mm. 
then actually in a sense you know for the person involved that's that's like hey bring it on you know open the champagne something's happened to me so yeah no it's really good news no that's great and it kind of leads me into the next question i have which was actually whether you've prayed for people in these situations which we are doing as acorn but have you ever seen people healed um the answer is yes i have prayed um but in general alas no i haven't seen healings in the way that i had hoped but on occasions, um, things have happened that shouldn't have happened. So I uh, told a story a while back. I, I, I saw somebody um, healed of cancer in front of my eyes uh, and, and medically and certifiable. Um, I've prayed with somebody. I've seen he- hearing return and it shouldn't happen. So that the miraculous that that shouldn't take place in the normal course of events that is almost against the journey that, that people are on. But yeah, I mean, Lisa, I'd love, I, I want to see more. I keep going on for, for more, but um, I have prayed certainly haven't necessarily seen it in the way that I would have loved to have seen it. Okay. So in, in those situations, how did you pray? Um, what was it like? Oh, I remember going to pray for somebody who had uh, motor neurone disease. And I have to say, um, some of these diseases are just wicked. They really are. They, they rob people of not just life, but of, of dignity and, and almost personhood. And, and I know that it depends on the person, absolutely. But, you know, it, it is so heartrending to see people go through these things. Um, I, we have the phrase, don't we? No words. Sometimes, you know, there are no words, even to the, not only just the person, but there are also no words to God. You think, yeah. Bye, you know, so uh, what was the approach? Well, it was exactly the same way that I would approach anything else. I mean, you never go to pray for anybody with the thought, gosh, this is going to be a difficult one, <laughs> even for heaven. Um, and, and you have to look at the person with great compassion, but also compassion for those who are also involved, family, friends, yeah. you know, the community around them uh, as well. But you have to look away from the need to the face of the father. It, honestly, I think it's the really the only option. If you allow yourself to be so overwhelmed by the need, you are almost stuffed you know there's a there's um so a a bit like jesus with uh the feeding of the five or ten thousand depending how you count it or being at lazarus's tomb it says of jesus that he looked to heaven he looked upwards he didn't look into you know uh, yes aware of the need but but i don't ever pray focusing on the need you have to focus on on the father um and so i guess for me it's things like um I try to be more conscious of the father's love for the person and for the, of the father's love for me than I am of uh, consciously of the need that's in front of me. Um, and, and I guess I'm saying you need a bigger view of God than you do of the situation in front of you. Yeah. It's a very handy takeaway point that actually. Hmm. Um, but also do you, would you say then that there is, no distinction between easy healings and difficult ones oh god what a great question <laughs> i mean i mean if you 
if I could just separate your our theology from our practice, when you get there and somebody comes to towards you, you know, on crutches or something, um, that's there is a little temptation to feel a whole lot different than if if they're coming forward and they've just got a little cold. Do you know yeah, what I mean? And, and, yeah. and whatever. But that said, um, I think easy healings, difficult ones. I think I think though the implications for people can be more serious. Um, what I actually think is that it's true that in God's economy, there are no small healings and big healings. Um, I think his power and his love are all the same, always, all the time. I think it's us who tend to categorize things that heaven doesn't. And I, I've thought about why we do that. And I think it's because we have this as humanity we have this sort of thing by which if i can put a name on it and put it in a box it gives me power and control over it now it doesn't you yeah. know but actually um to be honest i think uh, i don't think he heaven categorizes things like that i think it's just us i think we do that yeah so i guess the question is then it's a big question is why aren't we seeing more serious issues healed Oh boy! Oh well, I mean, I mean, you just hit on the question that occupies most of my life. To be honest, um, I know that uh, that I am personally as Acorn that we're ready to pray for anybody who will let us pray for them. And if you're in the healing ministry, can I just say, pray for anybody who'll let you pray for them. You know, irrespective. Um, I guess the question I ask is, why is it different now when Jesus is working? in my body than it was when Jesus walked the earth himself and was walking, working in his own body. And, and, and that's the question. Um, it, it's funny, isn't it? I, I, twice in Matthew's gospel, Jesus talks about mountains. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So. There's the healing of the boy after the transfiguration in Matthew, where he says, he replied, because you have so little faith. Truly, I tell you, if you have faith as small as a mustard seed, you can say to this mountain, move from here to there, and it will move. Nothing is impossible for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. But the second one is, funny enough, it comes after the triumphal entry into Jerusalem, after the cursing of the fig tree, around all of that. And Jesus says more or less the same thing. He says, I tell you, if you have faith and do not doubt, not only will you do what I've been done to, to this fig tree, but you can also say to this mountain, go throw yourself into the sea and it will be done. If you believe you will receive whatever you ask in prayer. Now, I don't think it's because Jesus actually wants us to go and sort of rescape the, the surface of the <laughs> earth and, and put Everest in Bognor Regis or anything like that. And if you're listening overseas, Bognor Regis is a seaside town on the South coast of England. Um, but I, I think, you know, it's this issue of, of, of shifting the unshiftable, you know, and, and I think, I think the, those two passages address the same um, issue for us. Um, how do we shift the unshifting? How, you know, because that's what this is about. Mm -hmm. The things that are like the mountains in front of us. Um, well, do you know, I, I tend to think it's more about us as, as God's people on earth than we tend to think it is. Um, most of the time in the healing ministry, people tend to think that the only determining factor is God himself. 
But actually, I think from heaven's perspective, they say, no, 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 you're also involved in this. And I think that's partly where um, some fresh implications come to us in that process. So it's interesting, isn't it? Studying the lives of, of, as we've done in School of Healing too, of of many of the people who've gone before us in the Christian healing ministry. Um, It's been interesting, a number of things come out about them. So you take people like um, Catherine Kuhlman, uh, a man called John G. Lake, and uh, as ever, Smith Wigglesworth. I mean, they all saw some significant healings of which progressive degenerative illnesses were included in that. They saw things like that. And you think, oh, my goodness. Now, why? Well, one of the interesting things is they all had um an extremely strong preaching emphasis on a number of things. I mean, to be honest, they were all particularly strong on a lot of stuff. (laughs) And actually, it does challenge me in our sort of, if I could put it this way, almost our bland Western Christianity, you know, don't upset anybody and don't look too passionate and don't be too excessive, you know, just be average. And, and, and you know, there's something in me that says... I'm not sure that's the right way, but um, Kuhlman, Lake, Wigglesworth, they had this strong emphasis on four things, on practical holiness, on purity of life, on obedience to God. I mean, radical obedience to God Mm. and repentance of all known sin. And that was just for the people praying. Mm, That's good, yeah. (laughs) That was even for the people being prayed for. <laughs> that was for us. That was for me. That's about. Yeah. So I guess in a sense, um, if Jesus was 100% holy, 100% pure, 100% obedient to God, um, 100% empty of any sin, he saw 100% healings. Okay, so I yeah, I can't I can't speak for anybody else, Lisa. I speak for myself. I look at my own life and think, okay, that's telling me something as well. Yeah. And and I don't think it's a reason to beat ourselves up. I think it's a reason to move ourselves on. Definitely. And it starts with any it starts with me, starts with Acorn, starts here, you know. Yeah. But you know, in that process, I do long for the day when the things that are they're so wicked that they rob people of the essence of being created in the image of god i long to see that happen mm. brilliant it's, it's quite a challenge for us all and one worth taking time to think through like even hit mm. us as a healing ministry you know people listening are probably expecting a quick answer like we said at the beginning um of why we're not seeing these things but it's something that we you know we discuss <laughs> every week isn't it why aren't we seeing things shifting sometimes and yeah, this has just been very helpful. Uh, absolutely. And, and you know, I, I am impatient. I am, I am <laughs> frustrated. I am provoked. I am challenged. I am convicted. Uh, yeah, and I am blessed at the same time. But, you know, yes, please, Lord Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. So on that note, I guess it would be really good to pray. So would you pray now for those who are experiencing these degenerative conditions and also for those who care for them as well? Yeah, that's, that's, that's good. Yeah, let's pray. Father, thank you that today the conditions that we've talked about and those that we haven't named are known to you. 
thank you, Father, that today in the courts of heaven, there is nothing that is difficult and nothing that is easy. And so, Lord, just on this moment, as, as Lisa and I pray and as we join with others, uh, wherever they are, Lord, we're just turning our faces to you. And yes, Lord, we're asking for, like Bartimaeus, Lord, have mercy upon us, because we know that's what you want to do. You want to have mercy upon us. Lord, you want to set free those whose lives are now shaped and controlled by something else. And Lord, I'm simply asking in the name of Jesus, the son that you love and the savior that you've given to us. That for those who today are, are listening with us here, that your grace and your power will come down upon body and mind and spirit, upon organs, upon tissue, upon nerves, upon every part of our being. And that you will send out upon us now, listening to this today, the power of heaven and the power of the Holy Spirit. Lord, that things that shouldn't happen will happen. Lord, that things that are going in one direction will change. And so I speak out in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, healing and comfort and peace and help from heaven. And I ask it in his name and because of our relationship with him. Amen. Amen. Wonderful. Thanks, Wes. And if you guys do have prayer requests, um, especially in, in regards to this area, feel free to send them through to us and our team do pray yeah. daily. Um, and also next week, we're going to be looking at one of your questions again, which is exploring whether if you say you've cast out a demon from somebody, can they come back? And we've said with their friends. <laughs> so we're going to be looking at that together. We look forward to catching you then. Bye-bye. Yeah, bye. Thank you for listening to Coffee Pods. We hope that you have found today's episode helpful and inspiring. If you have a question of your own about Christian healing, send it to info at acornchristian.org and we'll respond. For more information about Acorn, our events, and how to support our work, check out www.acornchristian.org See you next time.